Welcome to Strange Love of Movies. I'm Emily Martinez, and I'm here with my co-host, Oscar, my husband. But my daughter, Olivia, is away at college this weekend, and so we are not going to include her in this podcast. But it makes a lot of sense because she also wasn't here to watch the movie that we watched last night. Yes, and it's a very special film. It's an all-time classic. Uh, it's... It has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's much beloved, and it's incredibly, incredibly sad. And we realized Emily hadn't seen it in many years, and I'd never seen it. I'd never read the book. And, of course, we're talking about Old Yeller. It has to be one of the most traumatic films of any childhood, at least for my generation. There are probably a lot of kids nowadays who have never seen it, but I think just about everybody has heard of it because that name, the title, All Yeller, is synonymous with <laughs> tragedy of an epic scale, life-changing sort of memory tragedy. And it starts with that great Disney family film ethos of this brilliant color and a great song, this Western song, Old Yeller, you know, best doggone dog in the West, you know, what have you. Just to feel good. It yeah. just makes you feel it's good. It's a classic feel good. You see the dog running around. He's like a lab, what was he, a lab master mix or something? Yes, like, yes. Just a good looking dog. Just an old dependable dog. and An old yeller dog. Yeah, and it's set in Texas after the Civil War, and it's a family. And it's interesting because, um, you know, Disney had a, has always been known for its family uh, content, its family films, and if you think about it, it's, it was pretty amazing. It was a it was a really good film, I thought. You know, very very well written, very well directed, very well acted, very well executed. I, I didn't have any complaints, and the only complaint was Fess Parker, who was a big star at the time. He comes out at the beginning, and he comes out at the end. It's almost like the and the entire middle is all about the family, how they're surviving without him. And thanks to this dog, it lets them survive and live, you know? Yes, the dog really makes the difference, kind of fills in for the dad, basically, while he's gone. And um, just hate to imagine that if the dad had been there, they would have done to the dad what they did to the dog when he was no longer a view. Yeah, well, we don't want any spoilers, but, even though it's a 60 seven-year-old film but still but, you know, um, it's... anyway i'm still upset about yeah. how it ends but um anyway going i like oscar said i hadn't seen it since i was in third grade and like a lot of like a lot of kids it's one of those movies that you see and you just are loving this dog and loving this family and just you just want to live their life in the in the old west and then yeah, and then things change a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of activity, as you can imagine. Again, the frontier and no fences and all sorts of, you know, Western themes come into play. But there's danger everywhere, right? There's danger in, in terms of the, the crops not coming in, uh, the drought. They, even then, there was not enough rain, you know. There was all sorts of things going on. They had to mark these hogs, all this very, you know, very intense activity they needed to do. And again, the dad's away. So getting back to the plot, and one of the reasons, just a big step, a bit of a step back, is we're we're talking about Tommy Kirk. Um, we, that's why Old Yeller was on our mind. He was the star of this film, and he was, 
I think he may have been 16 or 17 when he made the film, but he plays a 14-year-old boy. And he is definitely the, the star of this film where he is, you know, um, and he does a good job. I mean, it was his first film and a child actor. And he, he did a really good job of, of playing the man of the house when he's obviously not ready for that, that role, right? And apparently he was in quite a few other Disney movies too. I mean, he really was a good little actor, good child actor. And um, he does carry the film. I mean, it's, he's a good character because he's a, he's a tough little uh, frontier boy, but he's also, of course, a, a sweet young boy. And so you, you care about him and care about his family. And, and like you said, the acting in the movie is good and uh, it's well shot and it's, uh, it, moves along at a really brisk pace. It is a real, it's a good, well-made movie. It, it's not just a, I wouldn't, it's funny because it is a Disney movie. So you think child's movie and maybe you'd lump it in with what were some of the other ones of that era, World's Greatest Athlete or- Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, and but it, but it is probably more like Swiss Family Robinson than maybe um, The Love Bug or things like that, that were more, obviously it's not a comedy, obviously, but um, it's it could have been a movie by just about any studio, a family movie event about any, from any studio at that time. It had some pretty well-known actors and, and was well done. Well, and the best, you know, the best news out of all this is that it's on Disney Plus. So an entirely new generation can be traumatized by the events that happen. And do we want to spoil it or well, how do we? We maybe not. What we should do is we should warn everyone that um, if you love animals, love dogs, then this will probably reinforce your love and either remind you of a dog you've had that you loved very much um, or at least maybe inspire you to go out and, and get a dog for your kid because I think having a pet, a dog or a cat, because we like dogs and cats around here, they really help a, a child grow up. And this is a good example of how a, how a pet can really play a big part in a child's life. But it also, it, it's funny because I think the film, they have several scenes where, I mean, it, it's fast paced, except they have a couple of scenes where the older guys are giving advice. Like in one case, there's this this cowboy who happens by, and he gives some really good advice to the to the young man. And then the mom, a couple of times, gives some really wise advice. So it has some really good messages in the movie. But what they should have done is have a message at the beginning, warning that if you liked animals too much that you just turn it off about five or 10 <laughs> minutes before the end, and then you can continue living a happy life instead of needing therapists sometime in your future. Well, and also consider the, the time this was made and Disney, um, what's the best way to say this? This is before animal rights groups got involved. And hey, again, I'm all, we were all for animal rights groups, just to be, just to be clear. But what was interesting is it was amazing the the footage they got right. I mean, they they're in this movie. What did we kind of the number of the wildlife? Right? There were bears, there were hogs, there were raccoons, there wolves. were dogs, wolves, chickens, horny toes. There were all, I mean all <laughs> sorts of animals, and somebody was wrangling all those. And and to say that that's you know I'm not here to judge their animal cruelty or what have you. But what what happened was. Think of can contrast that with uh, what was the movie with uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Call of the Wild, 
the alternative is having a CGI movie and it was so false. It didn't feel real. This felt really real. And, and it was something that it, obviously there's a trade-off there, but it was, um, you felt like it was something that was really happening and could have happened and probably did happen where I can imagine animals today, those were animals, by the way, uh, our animals today are so spoiled, right? Is that what we came away? One of the lessons that if our dog, our Maltese, our champion Maltese had to defend our family, he would do his best, but I'm not sure he could do what old Yeller <laughs> did, which was fight off a bear, fight oh, off hogs. I don't think fight he'd off do wolf. his best. I don't think. Well, he, I, would try, he, he would try. He would. He would do he, his best to get behind us and have us protect him. Anyway. But yes, but it also reminds you of a different time for kids growing up. I mean, kids grow up so much differently now, too, and harder to be a boy in the old west when you're the man of the house and you're having to go hunt dinner and and mark yeah mark wild hogs and um just kind of protect your mom on the frontier when your dad's away it's a lot different nowadays of course for the average 14 year old in in texas but it's also probably more fun in a lot of ways it was probably more fun to be a boy then maybe didn't have some of the other challenges that boys today have and also for animals i mean probably dogs they love to hunt and they love to run around in the wild so you could tell that old yeller had a he had a good life while he was and um, while he was Old Yeller. Yeah, well, he, he was doing his thing. <laughs> he was having a fun time. And that's why the movie overall is is fun to watch. You're watching a, a dog and a boy, or boys in this case, have a have a really good bonding experience. Yeah, and considering the movie is over 60 years old, Emily mentioned this earlier, but there's really good advice in there that, from the, that the parents give. And it's something that, you know, parents explaining to their kids about why bad things happen or why this happened. And you know, it was no one's fault, but it, it, it just, it just happened. And, and I, again, it goes back to um, the, the screenwriting. It was very strong. It was a very strong uh, story and the characters were actually well-developed. And just, what does that uh, amount to? That amounts to a really good movie, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, I think um, now maybe comes time for whether or not we want to recommend it. And I would certainly recommend it to anyone who hasn't, seen Old Yeller. I think everybody should probably see it with their child. It's a really, it's, it's a really touching film. But again, depending on how sensitive your kid is, I mean, I, I joke about how I was traumatized by it. Obviously, I wasn't really, but it does stick in my mind just how sad I was after I saw it as a little kid. So I'm not sure it really is a good kids movie for kids today, but if they can watch a Marley and Me, for instance, then they can probably hold up to this. And if you felt like showing them a movie like Marley and Me actually was good for them because it kind of made them realize that there are things that are good in life and things that are sad that they're going to have to deal with, then this is that kind of film. It kind of helps helps remind all of us that sometimes we have to make decisions that are hard, but are for the best 
for both our pets and and others. Yeah, and ultimately it's a classic coming of age film, wouldn't you say? I mean, I mean, really, literally, you're seeing it before your eyes, where this young uh, boy is becoming a man, and uh, because he had to, he had no choice. And and again, the advice that's given and the the words of consolation. So you can see something very sad happens, obviously, um, but he's going to be stronger for it. And again, that's the best you can hope for in your experience or uh, your experience as a person uh, living today. Just there are things that, you know, uh, that'll make you stronger and you move forward. And so from that perspective, yeah, I, I agree with them. I think it's something that, you know, uh, Marley and Me is a more modern version and better, less violent, I guess you'd say, like, because it's not. It's, a, it's more of a comedy. Yeah. This is a mix of this has some comedic moments, certainly, but it's it's more of a sort of a family drama, light drama. Yeah. And so it was, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely worth watching. And do we want to go to ratings now or what do you think? Yes. Should we give pause maybe? How many paws? Like a dog's paws? Yeah. Yes. I like that. Yes. So yes. we can go to five. Five. Okay. Instead How many? of the standard, <laughs> the normal four. Yes. We can go to five. Okay. In this case. Okay. What would you give it? Um, I give it probably a four and a half. Because again, I think it's a real good film. It's not like the world's greatest movie or something, but um, it is good film. But it does have a sad element, and um, maybe there are some moments in it that are a little less than PC for today's audience. So that might, I guess, there's a chance it would offend people, not in a really bad way, but uh, probably four and a half. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think a four and a half is right. And also, it was funny because like. This this fourteen year old kid, he's got a, a like six year old, seven five year old, six, five or six year old brother, and he's a brat. He's a mess, and so that's realistic <laughs> too. Cute. Yeah, he's really, he's cute. really cute. So he makes up for a lot of that. And it's funny how, and then there's a sorry guy who keeps showing up, and always around dinner time. And there's always these characters, Chuck Connors, a famous rifleman for those of you of certain age, makes an appearance as a as a, as a cameo. But uh, yeah, it was it was. It moved along pretty quickly. It's about an hour and a half, and it's uh, you really, it, you really got something out of it, I think, and and I think it's worth, it's definitely worth watching. And to my uh, fourth grade teacher, Miss McCandless, who discouraged me from reading Old Yeller, I never read it. So again, if you're listening to this, uh, again, uh, I appreciate you sparing me the the trauma back then. It took uh, several years, several decades after this to to experience it, but. So I appreciate it. Instead of being resentful that I never got a chance to read it, I got to see the movie. So thank you for that. And I really appreciate you looking out for me, just like the, the, the parents in this movie and the adults looked out for the kids. That's right. And I'll leave you, I'd like to leave you with one, I guess, recommendation or warning, a, a lesson maybe that you need to take away from this particular podcast. If you don't regularly get your pets vaccinated, get them um, rabies shots, I would strongly recommend that you mm. reconsider that and get them on a on a regular schedule of, of rabies shots. Yes, well, that's very, very good. And, and, and signing off with that public service announcement, we are Strange Little Movies. Can't wait to hear uh, what you think of this film. If you give it a shot and give it a, give it a, give it a view. And you can visit us at strangeloveofmovies.com and tell us what you thought of the film and what you'd like us to uh, look at next. Yes, and hopefully the next time around, you'll also get to hear Livia's voice. Yes, all right, signing off for now. Take care, bye-bye.